0: So I had a really good question about pacing VO2 max intervals. And if you have a power meter, then you've probably been training your VO2 max and you might know exactly what wattage you're going after. But sometimes, you know, even if you know what a good number is for yourself, when are you gonna have that breakthrough workout if you're letting the power meter dictate how hard you go and maybe holding yourself back a little bit? So one thing that I always sort of mentally think of is that tension feeling in your muscles when you start. You know, if you ever feel like you're spinning out or your cadence is really high and you're not really putting the power through the crank, you know you're not going hard enough. And so in order to pace these, you know, we put a whole blog out on VO2max, but when you're talking about, we could say macro pacing the entire set, that's one thing but also pacing the individual five minute interval in the first minute if it's the first one you shouldn't be dying or anywhere close to dying you should be feeling super strong because you're doing the vo2 max workout when you're at a strong point in training you've carved up a bunch the night before you have the fuel you're ready to go you cannot come into this workout feeling weak or not at your best, because you're not gonna be able to ride hard enough to get the adaptations that you need from this workout to improve your VO2 max. So in that first minute, you're feeling strong, and this is where people make the mistake of going too hard. And they end up crushing one interval, but then they can't do all five. And doing however many, we'll just say a five by five minute, that's the classic one. Getting through at least three is crucial. So don't go too hard. If that your muscles have sort of a tension to them, and you're just you really just got to think of yourself as this is when you're dropping people. This is when you're turning the screw. This is when it's gonna get hard by you know halfway through, two and a half minutes in, and you might be starting to feel that fatigue at two and a half minutes. And you're thinking, how am I gonna go two and a half minutes more? It's just your brain telling you. To slow down don't do it just don't listen to it at that point i go to chunking and what is chunking breaking up something that you have to do into smaller more manageable pieces so i'm going to start thinking of i just got to get to minute three it's only 30 more seconds you're focused on your breathing you're focused on you know you should know the route of where you're going doing vo2 max on a road that you're unfamiliar with is not going to lead to the best execution I have one in one road where I do my VO2 max intervals over and over again because I know exactly that there's not a lot of traffic. I know the gradient. I know I'm purely focused on improving my fitness, not on worrying about is a car going to pull out from some random street. Now, you could say, "Hey, shouldn't I do these in uh you know, different terrain?" I think that's a different workout. That's doing like Bartlick VO2 max and a long four hour ride, have five different hills that you go crazy on, maybe even six. But back to the micro pacing, by the last minute, you should wanna quit. You should be thinking, I wish I wasn't really doing this. But at the same time, you're super happy that you are doing it because you know that a lot of people aren't gonna go this hard in training and you can't just show up at a race and have a ton of watts for free. It doesn't work that way. So I get motivated by the fact that I know a lot of people aren't even gonna do this type of workout. And that when I get to the race, they always say, cry in the dojo and laugh on the battlefield. I'm gonna get to the race and I'm gonna be in a much better position. And even if we have the same watts for the first two hills of the race, by the eighth, ninth, 10th, the other person might not if they haven't been training and it really always comes down to who's put in the work that's the best thing about endurance sports you can't hide in this game so on the micro scale if you're new to doing vo2 max know that it's going to suck it should be a workout that you after you've done it a couple times you might dread a little bit you might have some anxiety that morning but this is a way to dress rehearse things that come about in a bike race So get the sleep right, get the nutrition right, get the carbs right, get your warm-up right. Dial in all those little things so that then when you go to execute the first one, I'm like, all right, game time, let's freaking go. And you go in and you crank out the first one. Second one's a little bit tougher. Third one, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm feeling this. Damn, I got to do two more. Fourth and fifth, depending on where you're at in your training cycle, and you can check out the whole blog if you're interested in more details on my thoughts on this, but really, sometimes the watts go down on the fourth one, and the fifth one you're just hanging on for dear life, but complete it. You know, you still should be putting out VO2 max watts. And if you're not there yet, I still think hard starts for VO2 max are another great exercise or workout for training VO2 max, where you start a little harder, you get the vo2 kinetic started and then you're riding you're not at 120 percent you're riding you know at 108 110 percent. well i think that's a great workout there is no uh replacement for going at 120 130 percent like just really cranking those i think that you can train vo2 max very effectively with a hard start and then lower wattage but on race day, you're gonna have to put out that wattage consistently. I think you want a varied mix of that. And that's something I'm gonna talk about more with FTP training in some upcoming videos. So getting ready for races, you can tell the weather is beautiful down here and can't wait till the rest of the country has this weather and we're all literally off to the races. Good luck with your training, see ya.